show about entrepreneurs innovators and the journeys that they've undertaken i'm nandini and today we'll be talking to an art freak who's always created what she wanted this creative energy of hers led to her making and selling bead accessories while supporting the lgbtq community okay so uh, when i first talked to rachita she was so frank and comfortable with me like you know usually when i talk to people for the podcast uh, they're quite formal but when i was talking to rachita i could feel the fun in her voice I felt like she was the person who I could talk to for hours. So, and then she told me that she's always loved art and craft and also was a huge supporter of the LGBTQ community. So, you know, let's see how she's combining the two and giving back to the society. Hi Nandini. So, first of all, thank you so much for having me here. And I think I should say the same for you. So, when I uh, when I when you sent that uh, message to me about, hey, do you make all of this by hand? I was really excited because I'm generally very excited when people ask me about my work. And then you proceeded to tell me about the podcast, and it was really intriguing. And then yeah. I think we and I think we talked on phone. I think we conversed for about half an hour or so, yeah. and it was really fun. So yeah, I mean, I'm really happy that you reached out, and I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, same here. How did you get the idea of making accessories with beads? Also, you know, like when we were talking pre-show, you told me that you were a huge follower of the LGBTQ community, and uh, you wanted to give back to the society in a sustainable way. So, how exactly did you do that? Yeah. So uh, when I say that I was a follower, it's more like I'm a part <laughs> of the community. I'm a part in you know in my mind, and it is something that I've always resonated with. And uh, yeah, so the reason I started beating was uh, I should say my grandma. So both of my grandmom, one of them is uh, like deceased, uh, but they used to do a lot of beading in their time. So some traditional beading, uh, like um, so there were these beautiful portraits, right, of gods and goddesses. So they used to bead on their sarees. So it was gorgeous. It's like I still have them. Like I have never met my uh, dadi. I've never met my paternal grandmother, but I still have her work with me. you know which my dad got and then it it comes to me and it's great so that was something that i think inspired me and i saw the work that my uh, maternal grandma who also lives with me and it was beautiful and i've always wanted to learn it so i think i started last year but before okay. that you know as a kid all these crafty kids we have this bead making jewelry set i think it's a staple everybody has that package yeah, exactly. wherein there is thread Yeah, there's this thread, there's beads, and you know, it's like a friendship band making thing, and you make stuff to give to your friends on 14 November. Yeah. So that that kind of thing. Yeah. So so I've always had that as well. So I started beading per se, learning all the techniques, starting from ground zero, like um, sitting with my grandmom, and she taught me so much. And uh, the funny thing was that my grandmom had some different traditional. Uh, bead weaving techniques and i had different ones so it was like a mutual thing because i taught her new like new methods and she taught me her own methods and when we talk about lgb community okay so i have always wanted charms and i have always wanted accessories that were that just like accessories uh, of the pride colors okay and yeah. by pride colors i don't mean the rainbow colors which every company does during the pride month that's just marketing okay 
they don't give a shit about it anyway so but i have always wanted it you know like my like like a bai charm or maybe anything there's so many pride flags there's a trans pride flag there's so many flags and yeah. i have personally always wanted something that signifies that i can wear easily that i can put it on my bag or anywhere so which is why i started making a flag for myself so when i made that flag and i sent them i sent a couple of pictures to my friends one of my friends who also um uh, were, you know resonated with the bai flag and she was like wow i want it so that is when i realized that uh, honestly the community does not have enough representation and the community does not have enough ways uh to show their solidarity or like to show that you know you find brand merchandise for almost everything now anyway yeah so we have a we have this brand merchandising for everything but there is there are very less people who cater to the community right yeah. and who cater who understand the fact that uh, lgbt is not just a rainbow it's more than a rainbow it's a full spectrum so okay. this was my starting idea and this was what made me start lgbt 50 and it it is what uh you know gave the push that i needed to begin weeding on this level and when i say in a sustainable way so it's a very baby step but all my products like whenever i ship them i make sure that they are in reused packages yeah the only thing that is unsustainable is the tape that i use to bind them like the whole package because i want it to be waterproof yeah and so that's the only thing but apart from that uh, from the thermocol to the plastic packet to the you know bubble wrap everything is reused so i don't buy anything to wrap so that is okay. my, one of my ways of you know working towards being a sustainable or a less waste i wouldn't say zero waste but a less waste generating uh, small business and as for how i give back to lgbtq company i think it's more of when people text me that they are so happy that they have they have found somebody who would make it for them you know because uh, so some of my customers they have told me that uh, they were really um, nervous before they asked me about the flag because they thought that i would say no and i was like dude it's in my name <laughs> i would never say no for that in fact i'm really happy about it but they have told like i have had people telling me experiences where they've gone to creators or they've gone to people who make stuff and told them ki these are the colors that i want for and then they pray ki why you know i'm not going to make it so that has happened which i did not know about i just thought that there was no market i just thought that there was no production i never like i haven't uh, felt it first hand right like in that moment i felt really nice because i was like because i would never say no you want any kind of flag to be made to be made as a charm as earrings or whatever i'll be there for you so yeah i mean it makes me happy so i guess that's what that's such a great thing and you know what's better than getting feedback and people are so happy you know wearing your accessories i think that's the best feeling ever like you're creating definitely something. yeah <laughs> more power to you so i'll tell you one thing that um so when i start if you have seen my feed so whenever i post something yes, I, I give it a name yeah so i give it a name okay? okay and when people text me and they use that name i feel so happy because i'm like okay <laughs> i made something and i've given it a name and now people call it by that name you know it's my baby so <laughs> it's, it's a different feeling okay so not a lot of people provide what you're providing and i'm sure it wasn't easy trying to sell something related to the lgbtq community in india because some people still haven't gotten around the idea of it right so hmm. how do you keep up with everything you know okay so uh one thing is that i don't generally tolerate haters so even if i get any request that i feel might be a little bit offensive 
you know yeah. because they are being offensive i just directly block them because my aim is not to actually create profit i don't know if i'm supposed to say that but it's it's because i love doing it right yeah. and what is the point if i am uh, selling something for a community and you know i can't cater to people who are disrespecting the same right and yeah. as far as the market or as far as the people who approach me are concerned so it's it's more about how how much my page is able to reach people and with the instagram algorithms i'm sure you must know it's a little harder unless you do a paid promotion thing but i do know that if some if one person buys it i am sure of the fact that they will tell two other people of the community or just like two other people who are friends you know who yeah. are, who are who would understand so i know it has like there are a lot of times you know maybe for a week i don't get any orders uh, so that's also there but uh, right now i've also expanded my range a little bit from the time that we had first talked uh, but ha huh, i mean it is a little slow sometimes sometimes it's really uh, like i get a lot of orders at the same time but i wouldn't say that uh, it's bad but i would just say that it's hard to reach out but it is probably because of the application mobile app instagram yeah rather than uh, people not wanting to buy because okay. i feel uh, with all of the because i know a lot of people don't understand it which is why i started this uh, but there are a lot of people who are looking forward to stuff like that so the main uh, challenge remains is to how to reach those particular people you know so that is something that uh, needs to be worked on a lot yeah definitely because instagram is a difficult platform and you know you can't You, know, you can't make it like easily if you don't have like the support of a huge influencer or something. It takes time. Yeah, obviously you get there, but it takes time. Hmm, definitely. Yeah. You know, a lot of time, a lot of patience, actually. Yeah, that is a must. <laughs> okay, so uh, handmade jewelry always requires a lot of patience and time, and I know sometimes it can get very hectic. Um, you also told me that a lot of problems can occur while making them. So tell us, what are those problems that you face while making jewelry? and how much time does it take to make one piece okay so now this is like the you know it's like you've opened a pitara and now i can probably <laughs> talk for hours about this but i'll try to keep it short okay so when i talk about uh, handmade jewelry i'm going to talk about beaded jewelry mostly because okay. right now in this particular platform that's what i do yeah so now even in beaded jewelry there are, there are different types so the when i first started it was seed beads now seed beads are tiny okay they're like that's very small I mean, I can't explain how small they are. They're tiny. Okay. okay. So uh, with those beads, uh, there were a couple of problems. Like, uh, see, if the beads are tiny, then the holes in the beads are tiny, right? Okay. And yeah, when you're yeah. weaving, when you're weaving, you have to make sure that a particular pattern is maintained to weave, so that no bead is left out. Because if a bead okay. is left out, it will fall, and that's not what we want. We want a nice charm. We want yeah. a nice table charm, right? And also, we can't. make mistakes we can't afford to make mistakes and go back through the hole when you're weaving uh, i i hope it's kind of understandable i know it's a little vague for people who haven't weaved but yeah so you can't yeah, uh, the, yeah so you can't actually take the thread in and out of the hole too many times because that because it it's too small and the okay. bead will break oh okay so there have been instances where um, some one of my best sellers is my cat charm okay it's very cute i mean i think i have five for myself and a bunch of that i make and sell a lot of it so yeah so it's very cute and uh, a lot of times what happens is that i am on the last bead okay the last and final bead which will complete the cat and now i can sleep and at that moment the bead breaks oh, because the needle is not able to go through 
and i mean i can't tell you how frustrating that is and i can't tell you how many times that has happened painful and i don't want to give a broken you know even if it's just one meat i don't want to give that because i'm like no yeah. i'm going to make one again so i also have a bag full of uh, single single meat like i have a bag full of cat different different charms which have one broken meat in it you know okay okay i have a bag full of that because this always happens and you can't do anything about it you know yeah. sometimes sometimes it's just it's just how the day is going and you can't do anything about it <laughs> that happens um and uh, and sometimes when the days are good i am able to make like one in maybe 45 minutes you know wow. all the weaving is perfect and it it, it just it just flows like butter but sometimes i can't even start properly <laughs> so it's 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 it goes it's a good thing it's a bad thing but you know when you've finished it and when you have completed your charm and when you send people the, a picture okay yeah. your order is done and then their reaction oh my god it it just makes up for everything honestly and when yeah whenever i send people their stuff and they wear it and they send me pictures it's it's the best feeling in the world and not just for me my nani gets double happy because wow. i mean she's like wow <laughs> it's very cute when you see that it's very adorable but my nani is very happy whenever people send me pictures and she tells her friends ki you know she has customers who send her pictures and you know she, they wear the earrings she has made it's very cute That's so to cute. watch that i know so apart from that apart from seed bead jewelry i make crystal jewelry now okay, okay now oh. these are made from wire yeah so beads and wire So these are a little bit bigger, not a little bit, a quite bigger. Like these beads are bigger. So these are like proper crystals, proper crystals. Okay. okay. Right. So these also take a lot of time to brainstorm to figure out the pattern. But when it's done, it's kind of simple. But you have to be careful because the wires are sharp. Okay. So the number of injuries that I have got from <laughs> that I have got from these pieces is crazy. Like one of my hand, there there are always cuts on one on I think my left hand, always. you know because i keep stabbing myself so that is i think a by product of doing handy work or you know hand making jewelry you know i but think i get a very work. famous sharukh khan quote ki kuch paane ke liye kuch khona padta hai exactly i mean so... in delhi six <laughs> na they had shifted it they had uh, like sonam kapoor had said kuch paane ke liye kuch sehna padta hai i think this is this makes sense sehna padega yeah, okay, koi baat okay, nahi yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay so for my last question I want to ask you you know 5 years down the line where do you see your business Okay now maybe I know that you have done a lot of podcasts maybe this might be different from others uh but mostly I do not have a plan because I find I have you know this particular venture of mine it's uh, uh more about me exploring everything that I can do Right. Okay. So if you see the name, it's called LGB Thrifty because it started as a thrift store. You don't know what a thrift store is, right? I, I'm sure people know no, what no, a thrift I, store I is. I do know. I actually yeah. did a podcast with a thrift store also. Yeah, thrift. Yeah, I think I remember that, which is why. Yeah. So it was a thrift store, and because of the COVID situation, I started uh, making handmade jewelry because I've always had all of this raw material lying around because you know. I do it in my free time anyway, so I started doing that. So in the long run, I would like this store to be everything that I want to do. It could be clothes, it could be um, other kinds of jewelry, it could be clay jewelry, like clay pendants, painted pendants. So there's like a huge number of things that I want to do with this. Okay. Uh, but mostly, I would like to keep this as a way of as my creative outlet in terms of uh, uh, 
uh, whatever I can do, and also try to make sure that it gives back to the society, gives back to the environment, gives back yeah. to uh, you know anything. Because uh, my my next goal is to um, do a drop, maybe an animal theme drop specifically, okay. so that I can uh, take the money that I get from there and give it to an NGO for oh. animals. So I have like a lot of different ideas going around in my head. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I would say that even five years down the line, I would see this uh, venture as something wherein I can have my whole, my freedom, my creativity, like freedom of creativity, where I'm not actually bound by any rules or regulations and I can do whatever I want to do, which is why I've kept the name very um, specific and also very vague. You yeah. know, what is thrifty? Thrifty can be anything. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so even if I upcycle, it's thrifty. Even if I make it, it's thrifty. Yeah, exactly. Everything is thrifty, right? Yeah. So which is why I kept this name, and obviously because of the pun. Yeah. I like puns. So <laughs> yeah, I think I'm sorry if it's not a very direct answer, but honestly, I don't have a direct it's answer. How very... what I see. Also, so. we plan part, darling. None of us have a plan, so it's totally fine. That's true. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you achieve all your goals. Thank you so much, Achita, for giving us insights about your business. I wish you all the very best for the future, and it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and texting me. I think uh, I think this has been one of the funnest experiences, if I may say so, of my business uh, life. Okay, so, so for those of you who want to check out Achita's page, I'll leave a link in the description to make it easier for you. All right, guys. that does it for today's edition of young money if you're someone who owns a business or if you know someone who has had an exciting journey you can reach out to us at ympodcast@gmail.com we'll see you guys next week